0: Welcome to High Caliber Dating and Relationships. My name is Michelle Wax, and throughout this time together, you'll learn how to stand out in a crowded dating world and build the confidence, mindset, and practical strategy to catapult into a great relationship that lasts. I've worked with hundreds of people across the globe on transforming their dating and relationships to a high caliber experience where they feel energized, supported, loved, and excited for life. I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. We are doing a special weekend release because I was on vacation this past week. It was a beautiful week full of sunshine, some boating, some ocean life. You know, nothing is really better than that. Sunshine and salt water. That is really all I need in life, you know? (laughs) So we are going to be getting into today, I'm sharing a personal story with my first instance of getting rejected, getting rejected hardcore in kind of this funny, now looking back on it, awkward way. Did not feel funny at the time, of course. And really how that led me to trying to control my dating life, the people I was in relationships with it really catapulted me into, because I didn't wanna get rejected again, I tried to control if someone was going to reject me or not. And you know, releasing control is something that I talk about often because you can't control what someone thinks of you, what they don't think of you, what they say, what they don't do, what they do, right? What they don't say, what you think they should be doing, but they're not doing, right? all of these different things we really can't control anything outside of ourselves so this is really why it's so important to always come back into yourself get clear on your intentions for the date ahead for the conversation for just prioritizing your dating life what can i control and what is out of my control, and how can I be okay with that? Now, of course, that's easier said than done. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to share, first of all, that story and kind of a personal story. You guys can hear from me of really how this launched my journey. And, you know, a couple strategies, a couple exercises, a couple journal prompts you can do to help yourself start releasing that. Control. Control can also show up as wanting to know exactly what is going to happen, how the dating experience is going to unfold, how the conversation is going to unfold, how, when you arrive at that event or opportunity to meet people, how that's going to unfold, right? Whether we know, whether we want to know, right? Showing up to a place, are we going to meet the love of our life there, right? All of these things are linked to control. And so the more that you learn to Release control, trust in what's unfolding, and really allow the powers that be, if you may, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, building that trust in the unseen, trust in everything that's coming together, what's conspiring for you. I always believe that the universe is conspiring for you. Just sometimes we get in our own way with it, quite frankly, as we're trying to control it. So the more that you can release that control, you can set your intention, you focus on what you can control, not what you can't, whether that be another person, whether it be how the date goes, whether it be what they think of you, what they want with you, right? All these different things the more lightness you're going to create in your dating life in your relationships in any area of life and the more that you release this control it really creates this feeling of freedom now if you are currently feeling like uh michelle i want to know exactly what's going to unfold i must know uh this is very difficult for me i'm feeling very antsy know that you are not alone it is a very primal wiring we all have in us as human beings because control is really linked to safety right if we have control over the entire situation over how it's going to go down then we feel safe we feel secure And at a very primal level, we are wired as human beings to seek out safety, to make sure that we're protecting ourselves at all costs. This is the way that you are wired. This is the way every human being was wired, to keep themselves safe, to keep yourself alive. And so your mind is going to default to this. Now, the interesting part about life and kind of the (laughs) – uh yeah let's just say it's interesting is that a lot of life is outside of our control and so the more that we can balance these two energies of control and releasing the grip on control right by focusing on what do we have control over and often it's only your own mindset your own thought process the actions you take your internal world And how can we release control about everything else and learn to flow with this so let me kick things off with my story on getting rejected pretty hardcore when i was 17. in high school i worked at a sporting goods store and you know it was kind of like a classic high school job i worked at it after school and on weekends and one of my co-workers there was about the same age who's actually a year or two younger than me and i had the biggest crush on him i thought he was like the hottest guy on planet earth and i really wanted him and you know like i said i was 17. i hadn't really had any experience i was like never had a boyfriend in high school and it got to the point where i i had really built up the courage to be like i need to shoot my shot i need to make it known that hey i would love to make this more than friends right cuz we were we were friends you know we worked together pretty much you know 3 to 4 days a week you know how coworkers get right it's like you're seeing them all the time and so we were good friends and so i was in the side room breaking down boxes one day And for those that's never broken down a box, essentially what it is is you're just, you know, an Amazon box comes, well, Amazon wasn't really a thing at the time, but any type of box, you know, comes, and you simply, you know, kind of slash the box, break it down so it's flat. So I was doing that in the side room, and he walks in and was like putting something away. I don't even remember the details, but he was putting something away, And I thought to myself, this is the right moment. We are alone. We are in this side room to shoot my shot, to make a move, to say something, and to really put myself out there. And so all I said was, hey, do you want to go make out in the (laughs) corner? Okay, coming in hot, Michelle, right? Coming in real hot. Now, of course, this was my first ever interaction shooting my shot with someone. Um, So it was a little bit, you know, I was proud of myself. I just got it out there, right? Sometimes you just gotta make the move. It's not gonna be perfect, but you gotta let the intention be known. And so he was not expecting that at all. And he just kind of looked at me, mumbled something awkwardly, not even sure what, and walked out of the room. Ooh, So here I am. I am feeling rejected, right? I'm feeling awkward. I'm feeling like, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. And it was really devastating to me because afterwards, um, you know, we didn't really talk as much. I could sense that he felt awkward. I never really addressed it. He didn't either. It was a whole weird thing. And so that was my first experience of like hardcore romantic rejection. And obviously it didn't feel good. And this is something that I talk about a lot where no one really loves, no one loves to get rejected, right? But it's one of those things where the more that you do it and the more that you attach or you release any type of negative meaning to getting rejected, the better and the easier it's going to feel to do so. So when I was 17, this hurt quite a bit, but the more and more, you know, I went on throughout life and now currently if I get rejected, it's like, okay, I guess this person, you know, wasn't meant to be in this experience. They weren't meant to date me, right? There's a different meaning that I'm attaching to it. At the time, I attached the meaning of, oh my God, I am unlikable. Of course he doesn't like me. Oh my God, no one's ever going to like me, right? It was a lot more doom and gloom. And so it really depends on the meaning that you are attaching to getting rejected than it is the rejection itself, right? Because often it's like a, no, I can't, or no, I have a girlfriend, or no, I'm married, right? Whatever it may be, that's the rejection. It's normally a sentence or two. It's not that dramatic. But the meaning that we attach to it is really the culprit and really what can lead us into the downward spiral. So I was definitely in the downward spiral when I was 17, and I really made this commitment to myself where I'm going to learn how to never be rejected again. Okay. Obviously not possible, (laughs) right? Everyone's going to get rejected at some point, whether it be from a job, whether it be from a date, right? Whether it be from whatever it may be, right? Something doesn't go according to plan. We could see that as rejection. It's simply... I don't want to say impossible, but near impossible to never get rejected again in some area of your life. And so this was obviously going to be a hard thing to do, but I took the pledge to myself to not get rejected ever again. And so what ended up happening is when I went to college, I went to UConn, and I just read all the books. I watched all the things. I was like, how can I become the most charming individual, where when I go on a date with someone or when I'm in a conversation with someone, I absolutely know that they're into me too, that you know, they're never gonna reject me, they're never gonna dump me, they're never gonna whatever, get mad at me, whatever it may be, how can I do that? And so what ended up happening is I was seeking control, right? I was seeking control in an area of life that is not within my control. And so with this, I was trying to control the outcome. And so every single, you know, date that I would go on or you know, guy that I would meet or whatever it may be, this showed up in many different ways. And really the the theme and the thread that runs through is that I wanted to control what this other person thought of me, how they interacted in the relationship, right? I wanted to control the fact that they would never dump me. They would never reject me. They would never leave me unless it was my choice. Now, this showed up in a variety of different ways. It showed up in me rejecting people before they could reject um, me, right? It showed up in attracting in people or being in relationships with people that were allowed me to just kind of do whatever I wanted. They never called me out, right? They never really matched The energy that I was bringing, but I was dating them because it was easy, because I knew they were into it, because even if I wasn't into it, I knew that they wouldn't reject me or they wouldn't dump me, right? And I know this doesn't sound the best, but that's what I was doing because I wanted to control the outcome. I did not want to get rejected. It was such a strong, strong core thing that it, that moment in time, when I had that interaction in that sports store when I was in high school and I never processed it, I never thought about, okay, just because he's handling this in a weird way or rejected me, quote unquote, it doesn't mean that I'm unlikable. It doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean anything, right? I can make it mean whatever I choose to make it mean. And I'm gonna provide a couple of reframes here on, rejection in general, and then we're going to get into how to release control, right? Because it's all interconnected. Um, Whether you are constantly looking for validation from the person that you're dating or in a relationship with, instead of validating yourself, um, it can show up in so many different ways, right? And start thinking about how has this shown up for you? But here are a couple really great reframes that i love about rejection the first one is rejection is redirection another way to put this is that a quote that i heard i forget even how long ago this was but it was saying that whenever something isn't working out or whenever you feel rejected right or you're worried about the future or you can't control the outcome which we normally can't, quite frankly, always remember that the universe has a much better imagination than you do. All right, so when you're worried about the future, when you're not sure what's going to happen, when you might get rejected, always remember that the universe has a much better imagination than you do. And it can see all the moving parts that you cannot fathom or even comprehend just yet. Another way to phrase this, and I just heard this um, on Jamie Kern-Lima's, I believe that's her name. I might be getting her last name mixed up, um, on the Ed Milet podcast this past week. And she shared that the way she views rejection is that if she gets rejected by someone or something, it was God, it was universe, whatever you want to call it, the powers that be removing them from my life because they aren't meant to be on my path at this point in time. That's a really nice reframe, I love. If I get rejected, it was the God, it was God or the universe or whatever you want to call it, whatever you believe in, removing them removing this from my life because they aren't meant to be in my path on my path coming back to knowing that the universe has a much better imagination than you do and it's seeing all the things that are going on that you can't see yet right trusting in the unseen and knowing that you're be directed to you're being redirected with rejection to the path that you are supposed to be on. Often with (laughs) rejection, you're also being protected from what's not meant for you, right? And so trusting in that is powerful. Now, this is all tied to the need for, we want to feel safe, we want to feel secure, right? Safety and security is tied to control because if we know exactly how it's going to unfold, if we know exactly what's going to happen, we feel safe. We feel secure. Often, when we don't know, when we can't control something, we don't feel as safe or secure because it feels unknown. And our brain, it doesn't like that because it's primally wired to crave that certainty, to crave that safety. Because in our primal days, as human beings, if we didn't know what was gonna happen in our environment, if we didn't know what threats were going to appear, we were, quite frankly, in kind of a life or death scenario, right? If you imagine yourself in a forest and you're unsure of your environment, you're unsure of what animals could pop out and attack you, you're gonna be on high alert for that. So let's get into the control piece of if you're feeling like you want more control in this game of dating in this game of life in this experience of dating and relationships how do you do it how do you really cultivate that control within yourself so the first piece of this is focusing on what you can control and like i mentioned earlier often we can only control what we are saying what we are doing the actions we are taking the intentions we are setting the meaning that we're attaching to any responses or dates or conversations and you've likely noticed (laughs) from sharing all those things right it all comes back to within yourself so shifting your focus from trying to control someone else or the circumstance or the event or what's going to unfold and instead shifting that focus back to yourself back to the intention that you can set back to what is within your control and that's the first journal prompt that i want to share with you today is what is within my control so if you're not in the dating reality you want just yet or in the relationship you want just yet taking stock of okay what is within my control right now i'm in control of my actions if i'm putting myself out there how i'm viewing rejection how i'm viewing if someone ghosts me how i'm viewing if someone you know doesn't respond to me if someone doesn't have the same intentions as me This happens so much, especially, you know, in the early stages of dating, when you're on a date with someone and you're on a date, it's going really, really great. And then you find out that, you know, they're either not looking for a relationship, maybe they're moving soon, maybe they don't want kids, and you do. And there's this very um, distinct difference that you take personally, when in reality, it's just they have different intentions than you do. And that's okay, we just wanna make sure that we are spending our time and energy as efficiently as possible, so you don't spend too much time over-investing into someone that doesn't have the same intentions or isn't aligned in the same way that you are. This is why I recommend to all my clients and to you all listening as well, to make sure that you're getting on that first date as soon as possible, so you're not investing more emotional energy and time when you don't even know if you get along in person yet. right? You don't even know if there's a chemistry, a connection there when you're in person and things are very different through a screen than they are in person. Now, the second area here is asking yourself, how can I cultivate this safety and this security that I'm craving within myself? often this need to control to know the outcome it's because we want to feel safe we want to feel secure how can you cultivate that feeling of safety and security within yourself first because you know that as you cultivate this within yourself you're going to receive that in as a mirror in other people as well so how can you be your own safe harbor How can you cultivate these feelings within yourself first before looking outside of yourself to cultivate those for you? And a few examples here are creating a list of qualities that you bring to the table. Why are you amazing? Why would someone love to date you? What value do you add to relationships in your life? What value do you add to yourself to the world around you start to cultivate this within yourself because you get to show up to a conversation to a date knowing that having that confidence that security within yourself so that you're not looking outside of yourself to provide that for you you're grounded in who you are you're grounded in what you bring And the more that you cultivate this safety and security within yourself first, the less you're going to look for it in other people that are entirely out of your control. And the third thing to focus on in this area is what is the meaning that I am attaching when a situation doesn't go as planned, when I get rejected, when that person doesn't say the things i want them to say when they don't do what i want them to do when it's out of my control what meaning are you attaching to each of those situations and you can think about maybe like your two or three most recent interactions or dating experiences that you weren't able to control maybe the person didn't show up in the way that you had hoped they would Maybe that you had expectations of them instead of focusing on what you can appreciate and it didn't go the way that you wanted to. What meaning are you attaching to that? And if it's not a helpful meaning, if it's not helping you to build confidence and to really feel good and grounded in who you are, how can you shift the meaning that you are attaching to it? Because that is one of the greatest powers we have as human beings is we get to decide the meaning that we attach to the conversation, how that person's responding or not responding, what it means about us or them or whatever it may be. We get to decide that. And really, however you're feeling right now is simply a result of the meaning that you have attached to your current reality, your current state. And as you start to shift the meaning, you're able to shift anything that you want. And so a few examples here. So say that someone ghosts you, whether you've just been talking with them on an app, or maybe you went on a few dates and then they ghost you. You could make that mean so many different things. And the meaning that you attach to it is how you're going to feel about it, right? So For instance, you could make it mean that you got ghosted, so no one good is left, that no one likes you, that they got bored with you, that of course they didn't want to go on a date with you, of course they didn't want to get to know you, or you could make it mean that they got distracted with life, that dating clearly isn't a priority, That it means nothing about you at all and more about them because they're not the one prioritizing talking to you. You could make it mean that you're being redirected to the right person. You could make it mean that thank God they ghosted you because thank God they did it now after a few dates or after a few conversations, then two months from now, three months from now. As you can see, there's so many possibilities here, right? with the meaning that you attach. and really that's how we start to shift how we're viewing our dating life, our relationships, whatever it may be, whatever area of life that you're applying this to. So, as you can imagine, there's a lot there's a lot lot of different paths you can go down there, but I'd recommend writing down your most recent or two or three most recent experiences where you weren't feeling that great or you made it mean something that didn't help you get closer to your desires or didn't make you feel good about where you're at. And start thinking about how can I shift the meaning here? How can I shift the meaning? How can I cultivate safety, security within myself? How can I focus on what I can control? And how can I tap in and remember that the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, has a much better imagination than you do. There are things happening all the time that you cannot see, that you cannot fathom. My favorite example here is to share that your person could be moving to your city next week and you're going to meet them and that's why you haven't met them yet, right? There's just so many things that we cannot see and the more that you step into trust, you can look back on your own life, and you know kind of align the dots here trust in what's unfolding and know that you can co-create with this as well all right that's all i have for you today i will see you in the next episode and just a few reminders here um, that i have one spot open for private coaching in july if you would like to get started the link is in the show notes we can hop on a call see if we would be a good fit together um i really make sure that if you want to sign up we have a conversation first because my coaching style and you know what your goals and intentions are we want to make sure that they fit that they mesh together right um we also have a few master classes and online courses where if you want to dip your toes into meeting more people in person If you want to shift and really create a more positive mindset, those are going to be really, really valuable there as well. So those are – you get instant access right away, and I will link them in the show notes as well. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review and shared your takeaways and what you enjoyed about it. If you are interested in exploring working together one on one, I would love to invite you to book a call with me by clicking the link below in the show notes. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you in the next episode.